This is the Saddled Stallion Podcast, where men are equipped and encouraged to understand their wiring, clarify their mission, and find purpose along the path to its fulfillment. I'm your host, Chad Kanyer, and I'm stoked to have you here. Let's roll. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 10 of this author interview mini-series where I'm interviewing writer, podcaster, husband, father, and corporate juggernaut Chad Kanyer about his new book, Dying in the Wilderness, Finding Purpose Through Failure. Chad, thanks for coming back on. Not a corporate juggernaut. You're welcome for being back here. Hey, I really appreciate your time. I, you, you know, we're, we talked about this in the last little stretch. We're going to leave the corporate juggernaut thing alone, but I yeah. do appreciate you taking time to come on and do all these episodes and create this little mini series with me because this has been awesome. It's been really fun. It's like I wrote this book at this point. It's crazy. I wrote this book like over two years ago, you know, but yeah. But going back through the chapters with you is forcing me to relive some of the emotions and honestly just see mm. God's goodness in like all yeah. of these chapters and these lessons that he taught me throughout the wilderness. And so it's like reliving right something that was really powerful in my life. So it's been really, it's been way more fun than I thought when I said, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> Heck been, yeah. <laughs> it's been really cool. Heck yeah. Cool, man. Well, I've enjoyed it as well. I'm going to go ahead and jump right into question number one. So I ask this question in every episode. I love getting this information out of you. So why did you title this chapter A Foggy Summit? And what is the meaning or origin behind that for you? Yeah, I think that a lot of people go out and set goals that are very clear. And it's really yeah. good to set goals that are very clear. But yeah. sometimes it gets really foggy along the journey, you know? And mm. I think that I learned that that's okay. Um, mm. That if we start to understand exactly where we're going and exactly what we're going to achieve um, perfectly and then everything manifests as expected, um, there's some specialty that's lost in that. And I think that that's mm. probably something that's more man-made than God-ordained yeah. because it's... Mm. Nothing that God puts out there is super simple because he cares more about our personal growth along the journey to its attainment, right? So That's good. I don't know. I just learned that like to some extent the foggy summit, like you can't see the top of the mountain and I think that's okay. You just keep walking and you ultimately know you're you're the right direction, right? But you're just you're not going to have all the answers throughout the process and it's just kind of part of the journey. So that's the mm. the point of this chapter. That's good, man. Dude, I love that, man. I love that. I'm going to jump right on in right here to question number two. So I I noticed this in this chapter. I really like it. By the way, a foggy summit for me was an awesome chapter. And there was a lot unveiled for me, like as a young entrepreneur that that really like spoke to me and like really just gave me clarity on things that I didn't have clarity on before. So like I I'm a huge fan of this chapter. One of the things you said in this chapter that about you personally that you've always done, you talked about two things that you've done naturally. And I think this is important for every young entrepreneur to l learn these things about themselves. But you said your two things you've always done naturally are number one, connect people. And number two, communicated with clarity and boldness. I would love for you to talk a little bit more, uh, you know, about those two things for you and, and what that means for you. And then also like 
as well as kind of tying that into helping others find their, their two things. Yeah, that's good. Um, for whatever reason, I think about high school and even like after Mm. high school, I think about, we lived in this home that was kind of in the woods and there was like this long driveway that stretched into the woods off this winding road that Mm -hmm. took you back to my place. And I lived in like three different homes when I was a kid. We didn't own three homes. I'm not super rich or anything, but like (laughs) we moved, we moved two times or whatever. Um, Right on. And so the third house was the house that I really have most of my memories in because I was like, honestly, I was 16. So like we were drinking and stuff. We were like, it was like, we actually had parties at the house. I did not drink underage. Everyone's doing their math wrong, by the way, on that. Um, (laughs) but we would have like, I would host parties is what I'm trying to say. And they would be like small get togethers. But remember when hookah was hookah big for you guys in high school? So it got big down here, I guess, because it's the South. You know, you're from Seattle. Okay. Dude, yeah, so it's but, a I mean, we put different. other stuff in the hookah, but, but the hookah was. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, it like was this... big down here, like when I was in college. So it was after high school. Okay. So it took on, it took some time for you guys. I get it. You know, yeah, it did. Uh, it, it might did. have started in the Northwest anyway, because uh, of the I Asian would say influence, so. and then it moved east or whatever. But anyway. Did y'all play hacky sack while you did it? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, hacky sack is so cliche. <laughs> Seattle like hipster Uh, it's so funny but yeah we would like have the hookah on the back on the back deck and you know I had a big back deck and I had all my buddies over and we just drink I mean like I'm like yeah we got hammered it was like three Bud Lights it was no big deal (laughs) but you know just just times like that and I feel like I've always been good at getting I don't know what it is I've just always been good at getting really deep with with people and people are usually like I can tell that like most guys don't open up you know and so you get you're just hanging out and you're in high school and you start talking about real stuff and you're just doing life with people, but like kind of that hosting thing. I've always been good at that. Mm. I've always been good at connecting people. So like, yeah, I'd have people from different walks of my life come to those things and they'd be, I'd I'd be so excited for them to meet each other and they'd, Mm. they'd see how passionate I was about introducing them and just like caring for people in that way where like you're connecting and you're getting deep and you know, and, and I'm always, I've always been good also. I think because I'm the youngest in my family, yeah. I've always really valued helping the guy like underneath you, like helping the guy mm. that's younger or less experienced, or maybe he's new to the football team or whatever. And you just show that you care a little bit and you show that like, right on. you know, he's under your wing kind of thing. And so that's good. I kind of started, I always knew those things about myself, but I think the wilderness got me to realize that those things are really valued. And, um, Mm. and like those things that we do as kids, like having people over for beers and hookah and like showing the new guy on the football team that he doesn't have to be scared of you because you're a senior. Those things can actually manifest in business too. Like when you grow up and you can be like a good older brother in the business world and you can, you can get people to open up about like what they're going through in the business world too. And it's just as valuable. I mean, it's not something you're probably going to make a lot of money on, but it's something that is just really, people might really need that. You know, you never know where people are like in their walk. Yeah. Maybe they really needed that, you know? That's good. I don't know. So those, those are some of the things. And I think, I think when any of us operate just how we're supposed to be and we let ourselves be who we're supposed to be, I think it really does encourage others to do the same. And that, answers your question mm. about helping people find their their talents it's just like yeah when we see authenticity you know we're kind of liberated to be authentic i think mm. that's good dude that's that's awesome man i i definitely agree and just knowing you too whenever 
you know, it, you have a lot of clarity on yourself and knowing those two things. I think a lot of people, myself included, I've gone through a lot of seasons where you're like, you know, like trying to figure out what my two things are. Uh, yeah, like yeah, what, you know, hard. what am I good at? You know, what is it? I know <laughs> I do. I, st- I was doing that last night in my journal. Okay. So it's like, it's not like I have it all figured <laughs> out, but you get good at knowing what you're not good at in entrepreneurship. That's for damn sure. Um, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? There's like a long quick, list there. You? So at this point, it's like process of elimination. Like, well, what do I not suck at? <laughs> you know, but, but Dude, yeah, I will hilarious. say I came out, I came out of that with more confidence than, well, not confidence, but like confidence in like self-knowledge, really like self-awareness. Mm. I think I came out yeah. with more of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. Because when I read that, you know, like your two things were connecting people and then communicating with clarity and boldness. I was like, yeah, man, like that's exactly how I would describe him. And it's amazing, you know, to be able to pinpoint two things like that and then be able to write about them, you know, so clearly for yourself and with clarity and boldness, you know, yeah. like you said, like for yourself, yeah. because that's you know, sometimes too, like when you do find your strengths, it's hard, like, you know, you don't want to like, you don't want to come off as arrogant or rude or like, this is what I'm good at. But it's yeah, like, yeah. it really is valuable in the world of entrepreneurship to find the, the two things that you're really good at and be bold about being good at those things. Because yeah, you know yeah. this, I mean, so other true. entrepreneurs and other people need those gifts of yours and those strengths of yours. And they need you to be operating in those unashamedly for the benefit of everyone. That's so true. And it's also survival. There's like so many things that force us to kind of get those things clear, right? Like, so it's a process of elimination. I only have so much time. I have to focus on what really like ticks my clock and what uses my gifts. Right. Yeah. And then there's also survival. Like, I don't Like, I don't want to, you know, when you're in the wilderness and you're down to your last drink of water, like you don't want to run around doing things that you're not good at. You're going to be like, all right, I'm only mm. good at catching fish. I need to eat tonight so that I survive. I'm going to go catch fish. Wow. You know, so wow. it's like, that's good. You kind of got to get good at it. You got you to gotta know what's going to give you another day. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's so true. <laughs> oh, shoot, man. That's good. We talked a lot about your gifts too, man. During that season, I remember we, I remember getting really clear about what you're good at. The, the other cool thing too is during that, all that is it makes you want to encourage others and like, Hey man, there's yeah. something like, I feel like you're really good at this. You need yeah. to be focused yep. on this. Cause that's what I see you being For sure. like, very gifted in. I remember I, I told you, you're so gifted in coming alongside people and like encouraging them and just being like their, their biggest fan, you know? And that's, that's like good, super important. Um, and you yeah. do a million things really well. It's that's not like your only thing. Like all you do is encourage people. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but that but that is one of your gifts, Trevor. Is you've always been like, you empower people through your words, and you're like their hype man. And like God, people need that. You know. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you sharing that. Not I, dude. I've I've definitely remembered you saying that, and I've definitely, you know, in this past like, I guess two, three years where, you know, me and you took such hard shots during this time. So it's like helped me see even more like my value to others as an encourager and as someone who comes alongside people and uplifts them. Cause like we all need it. You know what I mean? I'll need the guy. I'll need the guy in the corner, (laughs) man. (laughs) No, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, right on, man. Right on. Well, I'm going to jump into question three here. So in this chapter, you discuss your climb. And you know, you said, quote, 
God was sharpening me for the journey ahead as he always has and will continue to do. I want to I want I just wanted you to talk about that idea of God sharpening you cuz I just think that is like such a profound thing and and it's kind of overlooked in Christian like it's touched upon in Christianity or kind of touched upon at times but like this idea of God sharpening us is like a very serious thing and he takes it very seriously <laughs> a little bit too seriously <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I wish he would chill out a little bit uh, <laughs> dude so like I want you to talk about that idea of like God sharpening us yeah, it's like we no one wants to be the sword that's going through forging. We want to be the sword that's like in mm. battle killing the bad guys and like Wow, you know, be, that's good. Being, you know. And it's like what if what you think is the battle right now, like the big shot, like the big battle, right? What yeah. if that is just God just wants you to be thinking it's the main battle so that you're excited so that you come to play? so that he can put you in the furnace and he can start hammering away at all your imperfections and making you sharper for like the real battle that happens in 20 years. Wow. And in that real battle in 20 years, you're going to look back at this season and be like, but I'm ready or like, Mm. but, but it's not as bad as this because I went through this 20 years ago and we just don't see the big picture like he does. That's so good, man. And so, you know, and so it's, it sucks being in the, it's when you realize you're in the furnace, that (laughs) that sucks. But he's like, Hey man, the only way I could have gotten you here is, you know, your willingness to submit to the process. And the only way I could get you to be willing to submit to the process, if you're excited, is if you're excited about (laughs) the process. Um, Mm. And so he, you know, he's, he's intelligent. He's more intelligent than us, obviously. So He got us where he needed to get us to do the work that he needed to do in us to ultimately unlock what he needs to unlock for us. And so he's a good father, you know. Man, that's good, dude. I love that idea too. Like, I love what you just said about how he sees so much more than us. I did this little study like a year or two ago about sheep, you know, because Jesus talks a lot about like us being like sheep and sheep actually don't have very good eyesight. (laughs) And so (laughs) <laughs> so I, sad. I thought about us and like what he was saying and it's so funny you know because we all and you're the same way as i am like we love to be guys it's like i got vision man like i can see it like yeah, i know yeah. what's coming like i you know like i can see how this is gonna do this and this and this and this and like i got it and, and the lord's like no like you're a sheep you really can't see anything honestly <laughs> <laughs> but it's so hard for us to admit that you know because we want to be that guy that like sees the next move oh, and like yeah. sees what's coming and sees what he should do and it's like really following the lord it's like the the truth is is like we can't he's like trying to tell us like guys you can't really see <laughs> you need to follow me because you can't see yeah yeah it's, it's it's crazy like we man we just it's so hard to zoom out and i feel like you know, he also wired us in a way where it's hard for us to zone, uh, to, to zoom mm. out. So yeah. like yeah. he also made That's us good. that way. And I think that that actually benefits us because if we saw the big picture all the time, we'd probably be depressed half the time because mm. we'd be like, That's yeah, true. this thing I'm going through is super cool, but it's nothing like it. You know, the real thing I'm going to go through in 20 years. <laughs> and then like, so the, so the goods wouldn't be as good. That's good, man. You know, and then the bads, I don't know. I don't know if I want to see what bad I'm going to face in 20 years. 
Mm. You know, if, mm. if God's like, yeah, and in 20 years you're going to, like, what if, Trevor, what if I got diagnosed with cancer tomorrow? I mm. feel like, and no need to respond, <laughs> but <laughs> like, what, would you, what would you say? What would you do? Would you fly here? Would you fly here? No, 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 but <laughs> answer the question. Uh, <laughs> no, but what if God's like, all right, Chad's going to get cancer tomorrow. Dude, mm. it, I would be way more equipped to go through cancer and hopefully beat cancer because of what I went through in stupid entrepreneurship. You know mm. what I mean? Wow. Because wow. I just like, I've That's gone good. through crap, you know? And yeah. We just don't, yep. we just don't know what's going on, man. So we just have to trust the process. That's why I don't understand. Like it would be, I, I don't understand how people don't believe in, in a divine creator and a guide because mm. otherwise it's just, it's got to be very confusing and depressing half the time, you know, mm. and that's not that's why good. I believe, but it's one of the no, main I got benefits of believing. Right. That's good. Dude, that's good stuff, man. That's good. I'm going to jump right on into chat or question four here to close us out. So in this chapter, you make this quote, you said, quote, perhaps the summit is supposed to stay foggy for our passions to remain clear. I like love that quote, but I just wanted to ask you, like, what did you mean by that? And like the totality of that statement, because that was a that was a really powerful quote. Well, I think that when we have an unclear end goal, mm -hmm. we start listening more to the day to day. Like mm. we start listening to our souls more on the day to day because we are tuned in wow. because we are like, we're constantly asking ourselves that question of, am I on the right track? Am I on the right mm. track? And that's, that's something so we have to sense. And it's something like we have to hear the whisper. Mm. But if, if you just like see a very clear summit in front of you, there's yeah. no need to listen to your heart. Wow. It is like, just walk to the freaking summit. You know, it's wow. obvious. But if it's foggy, so you're like, what if this is the wrong path? No, no, no. I know it's that way. Like, but hey, mm. I haven't seen that vision in a while. Hey, but that's okay. How do you feel? What is your heart telling? There's so much more consternation. Wow. And I, and I feel like that's the growth. And like, that's where we learn how to listen to ourselves and we learn how to, Hey, I'm not working tonight. I just need to listen or like, wow. Hey, I'm going to take a night where I need to journal and not work. I need to like journal and like take inventory yeah. and not work. It's also a way of, it's weird because it, we're more tuned in with our rest. And we're like recompassing all the time mm. wow. rather than being like, well, that's North cause that's the summit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so it's, it's, there's a, there's a blessing with the vagueness. There's a blessing. There. Yeah. That's so good, dude. That's so good, man. I love that. I appreciate you elaborating on that, man. Cause that's, that's like, I, I can attest to that in my own life, right? Like every, in every season where I kind of like things kind of clear up and I'm like, this is what I'm doing. Like, just for instance, like when I was doing Otswa Publishing and I started yeah. like knowing, okay, like today I'm going to edit, I'm going to do that. And my schedules got like very clear. Like yeah. I didn't really have to listen to the Lord anymore. Like know what to or what's the next move. Yeah. It was like, no, I'm going to do this and I'm going to wake up and do this. And then I got to do this and I got to yeah, do this. Yeah, but yeah. The, all the time, like before that and then after that, like 
when you can't see exactly what, like you said, you can't see the summit, like you're, you have to slow down. You have to listen. You have to like be quiet. You got to like focus on the, you got to get like, you get such a deeper connection with the Lord during that time, man, with that foggy summit. That's so good, dude. I love that. Absolutely. And there's still a time to like execute and grind and all that kind of stuff within that, but there's more seeking and like at the heart level. Mm. Hmm. That's good, man. Well, dude, I'm going to close this off there, man. That was a great response. I appreciate you coming on this episode, man, and sharing all that with us. And I look forward to having you back on again soon. Rock and roll. That's what I would say. All right, right on, man. And just to remind everyone, this little author mini series is about Chad's new book, Dying in the Wilderness, Finding Purpose Through Failure. You can get it on Amazon and the hardback, softback, ebook. And the audio book will be coming soon as well. So thank y'all so much for tuning in. Y'all have a blessed night. Thanks for listening to the Saddled Stallion podcast. That's it, guys. Be strong, be humble, walk in purposeful manhood. <laughs> <laughs>